Welcome to day 8 of 30. On love. I am constantly distracted by the faulty paradigms that have evolved out of numerous erroneous definitions of the subject of love. For the most part, they are largely products of human experience and at best are only the personal experience of different individuals. Like the proverbial six blind men who were asked to describe an elephant by what they felt with their hands, a lot of these definitions are really very far from the truth and therefore should not be used to form the basis for relating with the subject of love. The blindness of many, a product of their lack of the relationship with the one who is love himself, is what has led us into this quagmire of conflicting and misleading ideas. Looking at love in terms of human experience, it is very likely one will erroneously conclude that love is a higher degree of liking. That is, the more you like a person, the more likely you are to love them. This also suggests that it is impossible to love someone if you don't like them. This I find very distracting and tempting at the same time. While it may sound sensible, it is not necessarily true. Liking is influenced by attributes that appeal to the five senses of sight, touch, taste, smell, and hearing. Love is deeper and from the heart. The errors have eaten so deep into our present-day relationship philosophy that we have evolved different kinds of love which really do not exist. The only kind of love that does truly exist is the love of God which He has expressed all through creation. All the others, as people may propose, are only to be an expression of this one kind. Love is not a higher or more intense degree of liking, friend. We don't graduate from liking people to loving them. We can like somebody or something without ever loving them. And we can love somebody or something without actually liking them. Here's the difference. First, while love is an instant decision that doesn't grow by exposure to deeds, liking depends on the deeds of its recipient. Second, while love rests solely on the giver to control, Liking is influenced by the attitude, character, and actions of the recipient. Third, while love is first spiritual before emotional, liking is basically an emotion of goodwill that the giver has towards the receiver. Fourth, for the giver to give love, there is no requirement of goodwill from the recipient. But for one person to like another, there is a need for earned goodwill. Fifth, while love never dies or turns sour, liking can almost suddenly turn into hatred. Six, while love has a life of its own, sometimes going against the mental or emotional will of the giver, liking is significantly controlled by the giver and recipient. Seventh, liking is a choice that rests solely on us to make, but love is a command to which we shall all be held accountable. I find this very instructive for my own life as I judge my relationships. I must be very conscious of this so that when I say I love you to somebody, I have a very clear picture of what I am saying. Love for me cannot be the expression of a fleeting desire. Rather, it must be that deep spiritual expression that in the end takes me to God. Whether it's for God, His word, His family, a friend, a neighbor, a sibling, a spouse, His will or anything I have been commanded by Him to love it must in the end lead me back to him and further my own experience of his unfailing, unconditional and uncompromising love. The expression and experience of love can therefore not be void of the content and nature of the character of God. 
anything outside of this is definitely not love. Thank you for taking your time to listen to today's meditation. Please do continue to listen and move further in your musing. Remain blessed.